It's Your Health Radio, a special podcast series presented by Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Here's Melanie Cole. According to the CDC, aside from non-melanoma skin cancer, prostate cancer is the most common cancer among men in the United States. The good news is that prostate cancer is very treatable, and physicians now have many tools in their toolbox to successfully diagnose and treat this very common cancer. My guest today is Dr. Jespreet Parihar. He's a urologic oncologist and a member of the medical staff at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Parihar. So who is at risk for prostate cancer, and are there certain groups of men that are at higher risk than others? Hi, Melanie. Thank you for uh, allowing me to participate in this. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, prostate cancer is a very um, important topic for men to uh, understand and to um, monitor uh, throughout their life uh, lifespan. The reason for that is in one in every seven men will get diagnosed with prostate cancer. Now, not everybody passes away from prostate cancer, but some people still do. In fact, if you take away skin cancer, the most common cancer in a man is prostate cancer. And if you take away lung cancer mortality, the most one of the most lethal cancers for men, the second most lethal cancer is prostate cancer. So in that sense, this is a very important topic to be talking about and to be understanding the uh, do's and don'ts. So let's talk about diagnosis then, because men have to go see their urologist. They don't want to go. It's not easy to get them to go because they're afraid of that digital. But speak about the PSA and what you guys are looking for when you're doing both the digital and the PSA. Absolutely, uh, Melanie. So it is um, uh, not the most comfortable thing for a man to undergo a rectal exam. What we're feeling for is the um, prostate, and it's, in fact, one of the cancers on the internal organ that we can feel and uh, get an idea um, and detect simply with a rectal exam. The second part of the screening entails a blood test um, of PSA. This is a prostate cancer tumor marker. And if there is um, any abnormalities of the PSA, this can be easily detected in a simple blood test. Um, normally, the PSA is recommended uh, along with the rectal exam um, starting at age 55 up till age 69. Now, of course, there are um, caveats to that if a patient has family uh, history or um, based on certain ethnicities, you know, these uh, guidelines can certainly be um, tailored according to the patient's needs. So if you've done these tests and you determine that a man does have prostate cancer and you have to stage this and discuss treatments, how does that work? So staging, again, comes back to um, the clinical examination, which is based upon your um, your rectal exam findings, uh, the blood test, uh, the PSA levels. Um, in addition, uh, if warranted, we uh, test um, any spread of the disease using a CT scan of the abdomen pelvis, sometimes MRI, in conjunction with um, bone scan, which is looking for any spread of the tumor to the bones. So then the treatment options, you have so many tools, as I said in the introduction, Dr. Parihar. So there's watchful waiting, there's radiation, hormone, targeted therapies. There's also surgery. Tell us a little bit about the surgical interventions for prostate cancer and the robotic surgery at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Absolutely. I'm very excited uh, that um, uh, Henry Mayo Hospital has acquired the robotic systems and um, you know, th this really revolutionizes the pelvic uh, operations. 
um, you know, uh, robotic surgery in general um, started in urology, in the field of urology in about 2001. And um, before then, majority of the prostatectomies were being done in open fashion uh, with um, longer recovery time, uh, more incisional pain, um, as well as uh, longer hospitalization, um, usually three to four days for patients to be in the hospital uh, from the surgery. But after um, robotics um, uh, was started, uh, these days up to 85-90% of cases are being done in robotic uh, fashion. Um, usually the patient can uh, be discharged the following day with minimal uh, incisional pain and uh, much faster recovery. So tell us a little bit about the robotic surgery itself. Is it difficult to learn as Henry Mayo has acquired this da Vinci? Now tell us what's involved in for you surgeons in learning to use it. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, surgery is uh, surgery and human anatomy is anatomy. And, um, you know, obviously the surgeons need to have basic uh, surgical skills and knowledge of the uh, region um, that they're working in. But uh, uh, performing robotic surgery certainly takes a special skill set. Um, a lot of us um, have uh, fellowship training in this field specifically um, in where we trained um, uh, over hundreds and thousands of cases in complex uh, cases um, and um, I think um, if you're looking for um, um, if you're looking for robotic uh, surgery, then I think um, it's probably um, in your best interest to seek out one of the specially uh, fellowship trained uh, doctors who perform this on you know uh, on a daily basis almost and um, are much more familiar with the technology. There is certainly a learning curve to this, um, and uh, as with anything, you know the more um, uh, the more of these procedures that you're doing, you know, the better the outcomes uh, will be. So you mentioned that it would be shorter recovery time and smaller incisions. So what does this mean for the man as far as afterwards and possible side effects? Because again, Dr. Parihar, men are very concerned when they hear the words prostate cancer about those side effects that could be incontinence or erectile dysfunction. Does the da Vinci, does that help with any of these, make it just a little bit easier on the man? Absolutely, Melanie. So prostate is situated deep into the pelvis where it is difficult to see behind the pubic bone and um, to uh, to delineate some of these nerve structures that you're uh, referring to for erectile function. Um, it is um, the the use of robotics in this uh, in this type of surgery has really revolutionized prostate surgery. Um, we have, um, you know, less blood loss, improved visualization, uh, magnified view, and uh, wristed uh, endoscopic um, uh, surgical tools that can allow us to dissect more finely and also to, um, to separate and preserve some of these nerve structures so that, um, uh, you know, men can... Uh, have a chance for uh, erections uh, following surgery. Uh, same thing goes with continence. Um, you know, uh, the the uh, anastomosis that is done between the bladder and the urethra, you know, in my opinion, can certainly be uh, much better visualized and much better um, uh, performed uh, when doing this uh, with the robot. How do they know if the treatment is working? After surgery and side effects may or may not happen, and you'll deal with them as that occurs, but then how do they know that this prostate cancer is either limited to the organ itself or hasn't metastasized or hasn't come back? How do they know afterward? That's a very good question and very commonly asked question. 
Um, so what happens after the prostate is removed that the entire uh, gland is looked at under a microscope uh, by a pathologist and um, they, they really search for all these tumor cells within the prostate and try to um, detect whether these tumor cells have escaped the prostate or not. The second portion that, um, <clears throat> that uh, of the prostatectomy is usually a lymph node dissection. These lymph nodes are almost like filters in your body which help, can- which help um, catch infections or cancers. And as part of the surgery, they're commonly uh, uh, sampled um, as well. And um, with the sampling of the lymph nodes and the prostate, the entire tissue is looked under a microscope. And um, uh, if there's any evidence of spread, then further uh, treatments may be recommended. So what else would you like to add, Dr. Parihar, and in your best advice, information that you would like people to know about the new robotic system at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital for prostate cancer and for other types of cancers and procedures, what you really want them to know, and possible prevention and or really screening? Absolutely. So uh, as I mentioned, screening is uh, utmost important. Um, You know, prostate cancer is one of those things that uh, patients may have and not have any symptoms from, uh, or they may have a lot of urinary symptoms and may not have any pros- any problems with the prostate. So it really has to be delineated um, with a variety of testing, uh, cystoscopy, and also the blood tests, uh, as I was talking about. Um, um, following this, you know, uh, you know, the proper diagnosis and treatment recommendations can be made. Um, and it's really exciting that, um, you know, Henry Mayo Hospital and community hospitals have acquired these robotic systems so that patients can see the specialists in the area as well as get um, surgery done in the area where the friends and family can certainly um, be part of their uh, ongoing care. Um, I think, um, you know, it just speaks to the volume of uh, the investments that the hospitals are making uh, to improve patients' um, uh, access to care and, uh, and the quality of care being delivered. And it certainly is wonderful that they have such experienced surgeons such as yourself. And thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. For more information, please visit henrymayo.com. That's henrymayo.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.